From Bregman MD, where we're all about psych solutions, I'm your host, Linda Corley, and this is The Breakdown with Dr. B. The holidays are almost here, and this is a time when friends and family gather. You know, celebrations can be so meaningful, but sometimes they don't always go as planned. They can be contentious. Dr. B and I are inviting Dr. Chuck Dixon, who is going to help us with laying out a beautiful table for our future holidays without stress. Now, that sounds like a big order, but how do we go about this? I wanted to ask you, Chuck and Dr. B, why do family gatherings specifically go awry at at such times? What is it about family gatherings that can go into sort of a contentious place? You know, we we have such a long history with everybody. We have these patterns of behaviors. And just because it's Christmas, everybody sort of comes armed. You might think for hours on what to prepare, the food you might want to have, but we don't give it a little thought of like, okay, how do we stop these fights? How do we stop these issues? How do we stop this political contention? Dr. B, what do you think? No, absolutely. You know, it is a a high emotional time and it has history. You know, like every year you're doing Thanksgiving and the Christmas and there's people who aren't there. Okay. Empty chairs. And there's people who are not as doing as well. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff going on and there's history involved. So it's intense emotion. Right. Like you could have the dueling ants that always get in a fight over their culinary skills. I mean, that's that's pretty minor. But I mean, Mm. let me just throw this out there. I come from uh, an Irish Italian family. So it was like garlic meets Gaelic. It was fuel and fire at one table. And uh, there were some rules that my mother and I'll tell you later when we get into some advice that she would instill so that things would go as smoothly as possibly could be. You know, one of the things that my dad would say is at the dinner table, you can't discuss three things. And this was sort of a Navy credo. No talking about sex, religion, or politics. Why are those like the three hot button topics that really shouldn't go uh, towards at a family holiday meal? And if so, how do you go about it? You, you know, I, I think that's a really difficult question because, and that's really my generation I grew up with. And I think it's so true because it was proven that when you bring up, and we all know politics, even today, you could run the thought experiment, walk into any group and say, what do you think about Biden? Or what do you think about Trump? And the group will melt down and lessen you can blink your eyes. But even now it's even worse because now it's, Silence is violence. And and that's true. But I think it's so important going into the holidays to realize you have power and you can say, you know, I don't want my Christmas to melt down or my Thanksgiving dinner to melt down like it's done in the past. I think we need some interventions. We need some help, Dr. B. Yeah, you know, you honestly, think? I think there's there's got to be some a leader here. It seems like in Linda's family, mom was a good leader. And you need somebody to set down the rules, you know, and if, if they're violated, 
She has no problem. She just tells you, you know, and I think whoever is going to be that person, you know, the place needs some kind of leadership. Yeah. So to get into some advice, which we we have a load full of them right now, because you guys have had so much experience with this. But let's start at the beginning. Let's just say you've got a family like mine that is very volatile and passionate. And you know from history that this may not go well. What would be your tip before everybody gets together to lay out ground rules? And how would you do that politely so it doesn't come off as as being rude? You, you know what? I really like a pre-idea, uh, a group leader idea and during idea. And the, the pre-idea would be you need to think about, you know, number one, even in your own heart, you know, you might be. You know, I, I think we all don't realize our own bias and we might be zealot for a cause and we could be bringing some gasoline to the fire too. So we need to say, what type of party do we want to begin with? Do we want something about politics or do we want something about peace and love and enjoying each other? So I think we need to check our own attitude. And then secondly, we need to think about our guests and think, you know, maybe I need to call Uncle Sid or something like that. You know, he likes to get drunk and I to be blunt. <laughs> <laughs> let it rip and, and maybe we can call Sid and say you know maybe one drink is the max and can we not talk about this because I'd really like to really enjoy everybody and we know how the last 12 Christmases have gone so <laughs> a little, little preempting might help well I got to tell you your uncle Max was my father and Irish Italian and uh imagine Donald Trump uh, same personality, but with a drinking problem. Oh, I can boy. tell you, I can tell you, you could not get away with saying, hey, only one drink right there would start the fire. <laughs> but again, I think, I think you can create the environment of like, oh, my gosh, we ran out or, oh, my gosh, we're ending the party at 9 p.m. Because, you know, after about 10 o'clock, things really get roaring. And, and your mom, let me just a side note, your mom must have been a, an angel or a prophet to, to be able Everybody to at the <laughs> table would always tell her that. <laughs> they were right. They were right. Oh, hey, my gosh. So basically what we're saying is there is somebody who's in charge. There's somebody who's the rule setter. There's somebody, you know, there's an intelligent person in the room. And everybody agreed we're going to have a good time. This is not about politics and this and that we're all going to have a great time and we all agreed to come here to do that and if you know somebody like your mom thought that somebody was not going to do it they were going to hear from her and before even even that night you know when everybody walks in i think you could say you know i love you all you know set the mood this is christmas this is the holidays i love you guys you're my family and friends but let's enjoy each other's and leave the strong opinions at the door and already start laying the groundwork. Excellent advice. So, so in other words, what we're saying, and Chuck said it so well, is we have to have some forethought about how we want this to go, express it to people, and make that that's what this is about. Because maybe they forgot, or I don't know, I think that's what they, somebody's always supposed to be about. So um, I, I think... Uh, the leader sets the tone. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, you know, bringing my mother into this again, there would be like little things that she would do 
uh, to diffuse the situation. One of the things she would do is every once in a while, she would invite a stranger to the party. And I, like I said, it's not like a stranger danger. It would be someone she met at her hair salon or an interesting person she met at a museum. And she would bring them in because there's something about bringing in a new person, someone that the rest of the clan doesn't know. All of a sudden, everyone's on their best behavior. Don't you agree? I think that's fabulous. You know, that's in, and that's one of the interventions. I think that's great. And I think not only can we talk to the bad apple, and, and you're right, Linda, that probably won't change your behavior, but maybe we can even think about structurally, like, we don't want to put this person next to this person. We want to have a, only a certain amount of alcohol at the party, or we want to end at a certain time. And, and maybe if, if you know two people pair off and one is unreasonable, maybe the other one's reasonable. And you could say to that person, like, you know, when Uncle Sid or whoever starts going off, you, you know, I'm really asking you not to respond. And basically, usually people like that just talk themselves out. You know, they look for a victim, they look for gasoline. And when they don't find gasoline, they just, the spark dies off. And then you change subjects. I think you could even say, hey, you know, how's, how's your, your peptic ulcer or how's your, your child doing, or how's your new exercise routine, you know, just get them to go in a different direction. Absolutely. You know, you distract that way. And what, what about infusing humor? I mean, there's something about when you get people to laugh, it sort of waters down the fire that just preexisted. You, you know, Linda, what I use a lot, cause I, I have a certain political view and I know most people, a lot of people don't share it. And I usually just agree with them. They'll immediately let me know where they stand. And, I, and I'm not trying to appease them, but I'll, everything is flawed. And I can say, you know, you're right. And I can talk about the flaws of my political view or my political candidate. And then they, they just leave, leave satisfied. You know, you don't have to fight. You just sort of walk away. Or not even bring it up. You know, I think the best thing to do is, like you said, distract, walk away. Don't bring it up. Don't reinforce that conversation. Dr. B, what are you thinking? You know, I'm thinking, look, we need a part two to talk about how to deal with toxic issues, because that's what I think a lot of people want to know. And you gave great advice. There's more of that to come. Yeah, let's talk more about it. And like we had said earlier, I think infusing gratitude, which is the gratitude for us all to be together and remind people that that's what the holidays are all about. I think it sets the pace and the mood for the rest, hopefully the rest of the dinner. Yeah. Oh, I really like that. That's great, Linda. All right. So any other tips before we say goodbye and head off to Thanksgiving? The final tip is enjoy your holidays, everyone. I Absolutely. agree. Enjoy. That's it. That's great. I want to remind our listeners that there will be more about this topic because let's face it, we all need tips as we're getting into the holiday season. So just head to our website at www.bregmanmd.com. And I want to thank Dr. Chuck Dixon for joining us at our podcast table and i'm wishing you the healthiest and happiest of holidays thanks linda you certainly serve up a great podcast thank you well said chuck i'm looking forward to hearing from you again take care 
Bye bye now. From Bregman, MD, you've been listening to the latest episode of The Breakdown with Dr. B. If you'd like more information or to speak to one of our top psychiatrists, just head to our website at BregmanMD.com to book a telepsychiatry visit from the comfort of your home. Hope you've enjoyed our latest podcast. Catch you next time.